0: Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. The Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs. Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker and the forbidding Louis Fox.
1: That's right. I'm like a nice ancient Chinese city. Yeah,
0: a little bit. <laughs> Have you been to the Forbidden City in China?
1: No, no. I've been to the Forbidden Internet though.
0: Uh, okay, yes.
1: It's probably in China. Much more was, entertaining. Which is the thing called Google. Yes,
0: yeah, just Facebook <laughs> is the Forbidden Internet in China. Same with Korea, they block stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get on something, you got to like go through some router in Siberia that's routed back to Yugoslavia, goes back in time and then sends it forward to you. <laughs>
1: want (laughs) Essentially, what you're doing, instead of one country monitoring your internet traffic, you have seven. Outsource.
0: Steal identity theft.
1: Yeah. Instead of one cha- one swipe at stealing my credit card <laughs> number, we get 13.
0: And how are you, man? It's good to see you. Yeah. We're in person doing the show, which is nice. Yeah,
1: we're still in the Queen Anne. Yeah. Well, you, we were just over last
0: night. Uh, we had a dinner with my family. Yes. And it's funny because I refer to your family as the Fox family, and it pisses your wife off. <laughs> That's and so m- much. it makes me giggle. <laughs> But, so we had burritos and we went to this burrito
1: truck and there's a, a tent city like right behind it.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, it was sort of unusual. It was the burrito truck was in a laundromat and the other building was abandoned. Yeah. And then there was like a circle uh, cu- when the covered wagons would sort of get in a circle for the yeah. evening. Yes. Whatever it was. So they did that with cars to circle this. It thing. was
1: so crazy. Yeah, it looked like we were getting ready to invade something. Yeah,
0: it looked like Escape from New York almost.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: because <laughs> the
1: taco truck cooks over a fire out back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, they had like they had a bunch of tents of people living behind the taco truck, and my comment was that. That is such a great testament to how good your food is mm-hmm. that people are willing to move to <laughs> to live in a tent, out back so they can eat your food regularly. They're
1: like taco truck deadheads. Yeah,
0: that's what. If I go to a restaurant, I want to see people living out front. That's that's, how... that's the true test if the restaurant is good or not.
1: So driving down here today, they were kicking them out. There was two cops standing there what? and a, a big like city dump truck.
0: What? Yeah. What's what's the city dump? They throw all their trash. What they
1: weren't taking, which is it's kind of a weird thing because w- these people live like have been living there for months. Uh-huh. So they got there's, they have a ton of crap. So one guy had like a shopping cart, which I don't know where he got the shopping uh-huh. cart. But where do they go?
0: To another taco truck? To the <laughs> second-rated taco
1: truck? <laughs> that's the thing. Is they're just moving to, like, the pizza truck.
0: <laughs> they're going to a pupuseria Well,
1: we just down, actually, a block away at the Lowe's, they just put in a uh, hot dog cart out front. Oh, nice. So that's
0: probably that's where the they're
1: moving. That's the new location. That's where they're moving. You know, ju-
0: what happens if they're just, like, high-end food critics? <laughs> it's, it's the... To an undercover reconnaissance.
1: Yeah, they're like, we want to see the real, like, what's really yeah. going on at this restaurant.
0: Yeah, they're like, we reviewed all the restaurants in King County. We now want to review all the soup kitchens, yes. all the food banks. Yeah, so, it was, I mean, I
1: feel bad that they were kicking these people out, especially the way they do it. It's like, where do you go?
0: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's it's... Kind of sad to see him go. Yeah, it's tough. And uh, hopefully the taco truck will survive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I feel like I know these people. <laughs> That's the thing.
1: There's there's Dave, who um, I've rescued off the side of the road several times. Uh-huh. He gets drunk and then he passes out and like rolls into the road. Uh-huh. So I've... I've uh, drug him back nice, to safety nice, a couple times. Nice.
0: Yeah. He's like, here's my burrito cart punch card for, <laughs> for being a good citizen. For saving my arm <laughs> from
1: getting hit by a truck.
0: <laughs> yeah. My favorite thing about the uh, taco truck is like last... You were telling me about these... The, the taco truck has these their fries they put what like cheese sauce on or something they put they, it's, it, it's nachos but, but with, fries. Of, with fries and you called them Juarez fries <laughs> and erica grew up essentially in Juarez and i'm like have you ever heard of this she's like now and then when we went to the actual restaurant you told me about them and then we and then you were like dude should you ask the guy working there you're like should we get some Juarez fries and he's like no, no. why would you do that <laughs> No one ever does that. I
1: like he's like, I like, they have this thing on your menu. Should I get it? Definitely not. No, he's
0: like, actually, that's just code for we need you to uh, launder our money. Yeah.
1: <laughs> when the IRS is like, you sure sold a lot of War fries this month. <laughs>
0: yes, we did, sir. All right, let me, let's get to some stories. Let's do it. for some weird news. This story comes from HuffPost.com.
1: That's a news source more reliable than when Sasquatch tells the cobbler he's a size 7.
0: <laughs> you think Sasquatch is lying about his size?
1: Yeah, he's not like, you know what, you don't need to got that little metal foot measuring thing.
0: Well, here's the thing, why would you lie about your foot size? Yeah. Because you're getting shoes, you can't wear shoes that are not your you think he's trying to, like, hide (laughs) that he's Bigfoot? Yeah. Then why would he go into a cobbler, Louie? This makes no sense. Because everyone knows there's no Bigfoot
1: cobbler industry. (laughs) You can't just go on Amazon. I'll have a size 138 shoe. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the world's largest foot is, like, a size 24. Yeah, and uh,
1: how many does Amazon have in stock? Zero. Well, so I... You can't prime that Okay, I do
0: know the man with the world's largest feet. Mm -hmm. I do know. I was on a show with him, and he told me that the hardest part... About Because he's seven foot, or yeah, no, he's, sorry, eight foot two. Mm-hmm. And he told me the hardest part about being that tall is finding people who can make shoes. Yeah. Because it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. So I guess, I would imagine that's why Bigfoot probably doesn't have a house. He's <laughs> probably spending all his money on, <laughs> on shoes. On footwear. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so story goes, Bigfoot may not be real, but one lawmaker in Oklahoma wants to create a hunting season for him anyways.
1: That's crazy. It's a slippery slope. What's next? Like, bat boy hunting season? Yeah. Oh, that's where the COVID came from, bat boy. The
0: bat boy hunter? Just don't plan on actually shooting the Squatch. I want to be really clear that we are not going to kill Bigfoot. State Representative Justin Humphrey, the Republican behind the bill, told the Oklahoman. We are going to trap a live Bigfoot. We are not promoting killing Bigfoot. We are promoting hunting Bigfoot. Trying to find evidence of Bigfoot.
1: I like that. I need a license to go out and play pretend. Yeah, right. <laughs> if Bigfoot was, I can't even kill my pretend thing.
0: Well, I, I just think it's problematic. It's like, what is? What if there is a one Bigfoot out there, one of them, and then some Oklahoma redneck shoots it? Yeah, it's like, okay, so now there's no Bigfoot. <laughs> well, that happened. Uh, re Well, in the last probably
1: fifteen years, there was like a polar bear that was brown Uh and like someone saw it and they're like hey that's a brown polar bear and they shot it to bring it back to show people
0: jeez yeah brutal The bill doesn't specify that you can't kill Bigfoot. The text, as introduced by Humphrey, directs the Oklahoma Wildlife Conservation Commission to create rules, dates, license, and fees establishing a Bigfoot hunting season. Can
1: you imagine the rules? Like, your Bigfoot must be at least seven feet tall, otherwise it's undersized. (laughs) Can't shoot a juvenile Bigfoot. (laughs) Be sure there's no Bigfoot babies around.
0: (laughs) You shoot a pregnant Bigfoot? Oh, Oh, man. Oh, man. Humphrey told the Oklahoma City NBC station KFOR that he would work on the specifics with the commission which would include tw- a 25,000 bounty for someone who traps the crypt- cryptid. Can you imagine like you shoot shoot Bigfoot and you bring it in and you're like, "Where's my $25,000?" They're like, "That's just a hairy dude." <laughs> <laughs> you who just shot Ryan. <laughs> You just, that would suck if you're
1: just a tall hairy dude you're like oh man can't go to oklahoma anymore
0: the commission didn't seem interested we use science driven research and we don't recognize bigfoot in the state of oklahoma i like other like we don't recognize bigfoot loch ness monster or women's
1: suffrage in oklahoma
0: or hillary clinton we believe in science or democrats <laughs> we believe in science and that hillary clinton is a lizard person <laughs> That's what we believe in. Adding the bill would require them to create a new season and license for something that doesn't exist. I feel like that happens all the time.
1: Like, I have a license for my business that's non-existent right now.
0: (laughs) But Humphrey said it would be great for tourism and outdoor recreation. Having a license and a tag would give people a way to prove they participated in the hunt. Humphrey yeah, there's told K-F-O-R. a KFOR that way
1: already exists. It's called Instagram. Yeah,
0: right. Again, the overall goal is to get people to our area to enjoy the natural beauty and to have a great time. And if they find Bigfoot while they're at it, well, hey, that's just an even bigger prize. I think it's a problem when, you know, Oklahoma is a crappy place when you to get people there, you have to lie to them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're like, hey, come to Oklahoma. We have wizards. <laughs> we, should, we have wizard season. <laughs> Come and have lunch with a wizard in the (laughs) forest when you find them. And if you
1: actually find a wizard, (laughs) $2,500.
0: So Bigfoot might be safe in Oklahoma for now. Anyway, while multiple states have laws protecting animals not otherwise named, he's specifically protected by name in Washington. I wonder if people, though, are like, well, yeah, Bigfoot's protected. I got Yeti. Yeah, this is a yeti. You you, you <laughs> prove this isn't a yeti. This is a large tree ape. <laughs> this is the skunk ape. <laughs> However, Bigfoot might want to avoid Texas. The Lone Star State's laws allow hunters to bag a Bigfoot on site.
1: I that has to be used in some murder case where they're like, "How did how did he get shot?" And you're like, "I thought he was Bigfoot." Yeah, I literally thought he was Bigfoot.
0: He was wearing an orange vest and a hunter's cap. <laughs> and and
1: was, a right character. I was like, Bigfoot's hunting people. Bigfoot's <laughs> got a
0: gun. <laughs> if Bigfoot did exist and wasn't human, then it would be legal. L. David Sinclair of the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department told NPR State Impact in 2012, Bigfoot would be a non-protected wild animal. So I went back and
1: read the, this guy's statement that he told NPR and mm-hmm. he... Uh, quoted part of the law Uh and it was the part he was hinging on is that he's a non he's that bigfoot's an invasive species like how do you know that yeah how do you know that you're like uh bigfoot clearly has deep roots in the northwest but uh he was lured to texas because he's working for tesla
0: yeah (laughs) because the state income tax is so much (laughs) lower he had to get out
1: of the west coast (laughs)
0: <laughs> all the wildfires <laughs> taking down his homes. Yeah, <laughs> he moved there for the
1: liberal gun laws. But that's
0: the thing is, like, if Bigfoot does exist, I would imagine he's probably thousands of years old. Yeah, and that he's probably been here, you know, forever. So mm-hmm. how can you say he's not indigenous? Exactly. And I mean, they're finding stuff all. They just they just discovered a new whale. Yeah, totally. Like How could? The found of Bigfoot. That wouldn't surprise me. Humphrey made national headlines. the The guy who's introducing this bill made national headlines in 2017 when he proposed a law that would make it illegal for a woman to have an abortion without the man's consent. He told The Intercept that he preferred the term "host" for pregnant women.
1: I think it's weird that they drug that like paragraph to close it on. I
0: think they're, what they're trying to say is that this guy doesn't do a lot of things that are important. (laughs) I think they're trying to highlight that this guy is just a little bit ridiculous. And I looked at his Wikipedia page and it is a little like, he's just sort of like a weird dude. So do you you get any other interesting things? No, nothing. A lot of the, uh, the stuff about his abortion bill that he was trying to pass and Ah. the terminology that he was using and how he was very unapologetic about the things that he was saying. And, um, yeah, I think the Bigfoot is way cooler than what he was trying to do with the uh, abortion <laughs> laws. Uh, but yeah, what do you think about this, Louie? I mean, I guess if I was
1: in Oklahoma, I would buy a tag for my collection. Mm. But I don't like the idea that it could encourage someone to actually hurt a Bigfoot.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm fine with like they say you could trap it. But shooting it, I think that's why, like why don't hunters hunt with tranquilizer guns? Because they eat, they eat the meat. Is that what yeah. they do? Okay, gotcha. Oh. Yeah, but would you eat wait, bigfoot wait, meat? Wait, if you hit, if so you shot a big, are you thinking you hunt with a tranquilizer You like, you go out and
1: you find your elk, you hit it with a tranquilizer gun, and then you go and shoot it with a regular gun. <laughs> it's kind of messed up. Yeah, it doesn't feel any pain. Yeah, you, it's out, right? I don't know though. Is it like you don't have like high. a trained anesthesiologist there monitoring its vitals? Well, I guess what
0: I'm trying to say is. Maybe you should do that with the Bigfoot. Not actually shoot it, but like shoot a tranquilizer to take it down. And so then you can research it uh. as opposed to killing what could be the last Bigfoot. But if it is the
1: last Bigfoot, then it's done in 15 years anyway.
0: You don't know that. We don't know anything about Bigfoot. Maybe it can self-reproduce oh. like a snake. <laughs> yes,
1: Bigfoot's in the woods
0: impregnating itself. Yes. <laughs> we don't know. We that, know nothing.
1: That's why we must trap Bigfoot to answer these questions.
0: <laughs> See, I, I would pass the bill if that was in there. <laughs> he put that in there.
1: You can, you can get Bigfoot must be over seven feet long and self-impregnating. <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, I like it. I do, too. All right. Weird News Story Part de. This story comes from the thejournal.ie. That's a news source more reliable
1: than getting strange news from my daughter's journal, IRL. Wait, what?
0: <laughs> Do you not get strange news from your daughter's journal? I just get a lot of, she spills a lot of the tea in there. <laughs> Do you read your daughter's journal? No. So my parents read my journal and I'm still very upset about it to this day.
1: Yeah, no, I don't think she has a journal. You know,
0: that's probably that's probably good. She has a blog, though, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's password protected. So this story um, is very reminiscent of a story that we did early on, the Romanian Jesus story. Yep, episode three. Yeah, episode three. And it goes, French woman ruled dead in 2017, fights to be declared alive. It's crazy that you don't just be like, hey, this is me. Hey, I am this person... Yeah. see see this see how it says i'm dead see that that, that i'm not dead yeah <laughs> french woman we gotta we gotta take a cheek swab we gotta send it to the lab inconclusive g french woman jean Pouchon has an unusual problem she's officially dead she has been trying for three years to prove that she is alive the 58-year-old woman says she lives in constant fear. Wait, first of all, wouldn't she, if she's been dead for three years, wouldn't she be 55?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's that. You,
0: why do you continue <laughs> she, to age if you're <laughs> dead?
1: Found the fountain of youth. Yeah.
0: <laughs> why don't you, if you are dead, at least use the benefits of being dead? Yeah. Right. She doesn't dare to leave her house in the village of St. Joseph in the Lori region. Authorities seize her car over an unpaid debt she contests and which is at the center of her troubles. She fears the family furniture will be next. I, it's a little weird that this article says the center of her problems is that her car yeah. got seized. But she's not even leaving her house. So well, what difference does it make?
1: That's kind of the thing. I mean, if I if I was legally dead... In, you know, to to in the eyes of the courts. I'd be breaking all sorts of laws. Absolutely, right? I'd be like, uh, who are you? I'm like, I'm a ghost.
0: Yeah. Was, was it this woman who robbed the bank? She's dead. Yeah. <laughs> She's
1: been dead for <laughs> She's eight been years. dead for three. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd be like, I'd jaywalk. I'd murder people.
0: <laughs> I love how i break some laws. I mean, i jaywalk. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a jerk. <laughs> I would run an orange light.
1: I'm a zombie, not an a-hole. <laughs>
0: I no longer exist, Pouchain said by telephone. I don't do anything. I sit on the veranda and write, she called the situation, macabre. Pouchain's status as deceased is the result of a 2017 Lyon court decision that deemed her dead even though no death certificate was produced. The decision came at the end of a legal dispute with an employee of Pouchain's former cleaning company who was seeking compensation after losing her job 20 years ago. That's crazy. It's crazy that, that that's been winding
1: through the legal system for that long. Right? Uh, but, here, I mean, I can tell you now how she was declared dead. How? So, the employee is in court, sitting in, on the witness stand, uh-huh. and the, the attorney goes, and it, do you see Jean Pouchain in this courtroom? And then the former employee on the witness stand goes, that's her right there. But she's dead to me. And the judge goes, you're under oath. And she goes, I know. That's how it all played out. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. You were like a super sleuth. <laughs> that was amazing, Louis. Can I hire you <laughs> what in other my part? wrongful death lawsuit?
1: <laughs> what else would you like me to
0: figure out? <laughs> the initial complaint in France's Prudhomme Workers' Court misfiled... Mis- falling on Pusheen, whose lawyer claims her company had no responsibility for the dismissal. A series of legal proceedings, decisions, and appeals followed all the way to the court of castration, or cassation, <laughs> France's highest court, which dismissed the case as outside its domain. Pouchain and her lawyer, Sylvian Cormier, said. We're a business court, not Ancestry.com. <laughs> According to Pouchain and her attorney, snowballing judicial errors ended with the 2017 ruling by the Appeals Court of Lyon that Pouchain was not among the living. The legal imbragilio is all the stranger because Pouchain contended neither she nor her relatives received a summons for the hearing. Why would you send a summons to a dead person? Yeah,
1: right? I mean, come hey, on. We
0: need you to be here to prove that you're alive. <laughs>
1: This feels like a lot of bloat if they're, st- they're sending notices to dead people yeah. to show up to court. Well, obviously
0: they're alive if they are sending a notice, right? Yeah. What I don't understand is how they don't really describe, I guess it was like a, a misfile or like someone checked the wrong box. Yeah. But it's like she didn't get a summons to her hearing th- to prove that she's alive. Like that's crazy. How does that not happen? But, you know, I guess being the, 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 the uh, clerk, I'd
1: be like, Look at me. I just saved a stamp for the government.
0: Yeah, not right? sending
1: it to a dead person. So
0: Pouchain's husband and son were left with an order to pay 14,000 euros to the former employee. So the lawsuit, the the husband and kid had to pay. Cormier, her attorney, filed an unusual motion last Monday to invalidate the 2017 decision by the Lyon appeals court due to a grave error by the judges. He said he has never before dealt with such a crazy case i mean i guess if she's dead she shouldn't have to pay the thing is is that burden then falls on the next of kin right yeah i i don't know if it does i might fall on the estate yeah but
1: not the next of kin it's like if your folks go out and end up owing a lot of money you're not on the hook for it Uh, the the i think the it ends at the estate oh really
0: yeah that's good at first, I had a hard time believing my client. He said, "Poussin says she can't forgive her ex-employee for her plight, but don't won't identify the woman." The former employee's lawyer did not respond to several requests for comment. I like how she's
1: like, "I can't forgive you for putting me through this," but clearly, Poussin did something when the ju- there was a judgment against
0: her. Well, maybe, maybe the person that was suing her said that she's not paying her because she's dead. No, it was 20 years ago. No, she was fired 20 years ago, but yeah. the, the ruling came in 2017. Oh, so yeah. in 2000, the woman, the person was fired.
1: Can and- you imagine having like a labor dispute? For fourteen grand, just like mulling for seventeen years. I mean, I was fired
0: from a barista job twenty years ago. Maybe I should go back and be like, I was wrongfully fired. They said that I didn't wash my hands after I pooped. Yeah, and you're like, I definitely did. Why are you watching me poop? Yes. (laughs) Cormier points a finger at the judges and their extreme reticence to repair their
1: air. I like how she's pointing like a ghostly finger at them.
0: Fushane remains stubbornly hopeful that her attorney's bid to overturn the judgment will succeed. It's my last chance to recover my life, she said. You know what the judge, judge would be like? Life is for the living. Get off your veranda. Yeah. Live life. Get and out And then there. I'll declare you alive. Go find That's why we took your car. We want you to go find your car. Yeah. Reclaim it. It's a treasure hunt. <laughs> get out in nature. <laughs> like, what a weird <laughs> trial. It's like, uh, you know, hey, we've gathered here today over a lawsuit that this person should get money for this you know, back pay for being fired 20 years ago. And the jury has come to the conclusion that you are deceased. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but you still have but, to pay. But your
1: ghost owes you $17,000. You can
0: either pay $10,000 and be dead or $20,000 and be alive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, would, what would you like?
1: <laughs> and then you check the wrong box on accident.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's sort of weird. I prefer the Romanian Jesus story better in episode three because this one is just like, it, it doesn't quite clear up why this happened there, yeah we have more
1: questions than we did
0: coming into it yeah absolutely it seems like these courts are not trying to take responsibility and hear the case yes and the one the one court's like yeah it's outside of our yeah <laughs> that's more you need to talk to
1: St. Peter <laughs> well, about that is one this a
0: DUI court <laughs> yeah. I don't know I, I actually kind of upset at this story it I feel me. I feel for the lady yeah absolutely alright <laughs> The <laughs> air, off-beat well, that's it for today, folks. I want to thank you so much for being a avid listener of this program. Uh, where can the fine people see you this week, Louie? This week?
1: Uh, the day this comes out on
0: Tuesday 9th. You can
1: catch me uh, replacing the ice maker water supply filter. Sweet. And then on Valentine's the 14th, I'll be part of a virtual comedy show. Uh, we're actually, they're having us go to a venue to do it for an empty venue, and then sending it out to the people via the Zoom.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. So,
1: uh, yeah, you can find that at louisfox.com. You can get information about that.
0: I want to go to that. Erica and I will tune in. That will be our romantic Valentine's Day celebration. Well,
1: the lady who books it, she goes, you know, can you do 30 minutes? I'm like, sure, I can do 30 minutes. And then she goes, and then she tells me I'm going there, and I realized how much my virtual show is kind of dependent upon my space. Uh I'm like, how about I do 10 minutes?
0: (laughs) She goes, sure. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, it's all right.
1: <laughs> so, so I'll be doing a short ten-minute bit in that. And where can they catch you?
0: Nowhere, man. I'm gonna be hanging out. Gonna be, uh, gonna be refurbishing and refinishing our barn. Ooh, yeah. I'm gonna be working on that all week. Getting it up to, to code. Co- <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. No, it's up to code now. But we're just gonna make it look nice uh-huh. because we're gonna start boarding some horses. Nice. and some donkeys. And maybe board an alpaca or ostrich or something. <laughs> Who boards their alpaca?
1: <laughs> I got this alpaca. But then I realized I didn't have space for it. Oh,
0: hey. happens all Alpaca the Alpaca boarding. It's going to take off, man. You don't know. I just
1: got this ostrich. And then it was so small. It lived in my house. And then it grew up.
0: in My yard's not and big my enough. my one-bedroom apartment wouldn't fit this ostrich.
1: I tried to flush it down the toilet like an alligator, and it didn't
0: work. Yeah. So I'm going to get it all ready and get it ready for the animals. I want to have like a Swiss family Robinson-type house. Ah.
1: You know,
0: donkeys, ostriches. You should name it. like Swedish people. Like- <laughs>
1: You should name it like the Ark of Eugene. Yeah,
0: right? Yeah. But just one of every
1: animal. Yeah, I don't want two. I don't Come on now. No. That's crazy. You don't want to get into alpaca husbandry?
0: <laughs> so yeah, if you want to come and help me out, you're more than welcome that it will be in Eugene, <laughs> Oregon. Just send me a message. You can
1: help them dig, dig an ethernet trench.
0: <laughs> I got to do. I got to dig it in. Yeah, I do farm shit, man. That's what I do. <laughs> But, uh, folks, check us out on the sites. Uh, If you want to support us, you can do so on Patreon or just as simple as giving us a five-star review on the site that you got this at. But we want to thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Stay weird.